You're listening to the Madcast Media Network. Madcastmedia.com. Today's episode is brought to you by the best store in the universe. Thousands of shirts, but not really. Shop now and support the show at MaddoxRules.com. Welcome to the best debate in the universe. Every debate in the universe, from birds and the bees to breaking someone's knees. With over 4.5 million downloads, I'm your host, Maddox. With me is the Rear Admiral of Tangents, Ron Babcock. Thank you, Maddox. And joining us again, Kirk Wilcox. Here I am, rock you like a hurricane. And special guest, Dirk. Hey, hey. Welcome back to the show. Guys, big show, amazing show this week. We have a topic that I think is going to piss off half the world. Uh, the, the half that eats breakfast. And I feel like some people don't. Some people. I've never had a Korean breakfast. I've never had a Vietnamese breakfast. I don't know if that's a big breakfast culture. I've had a Chinese breakfast before. Yeah, me too. And it was fucking delicious. Oh, uh, not mine. What did you have? Uh, basically dinner. <laughs> it was just leftover dinner. We're like, I was like, this is what we had last night. I mean, dim sum's a thing. Like dim sum, right? There's that's dim- not breakfast. That's a rerun. I have had a Korean breakfast though. Uh, kimchi pancake. Well, I don't know if that's. That's not. I don't know if that's breakfast. No, they it's serve that dinner. No, I don't think Koreans like are big on uh, breakfast. And, and Japanese too. What's a Japanese breakfast? It's like rice with egg in it. Yeah, which is I mean, the same it's fucking a- thing as like fried rice. Hey, before we get get too ahead well, of ourselves, I think ourselves, the North though, Koreans would eat anything for breakfast. <laughs> Jesus, star- right in it. a starvation it. joke? I was <laughs> the, <laughs> the other day. I was I was uh, uh, texting a friend of mine. Uh, like I was going to a wedding and I had to dress up and I ate like a fucking pig right before and my and my gut was bulging and the the cuisine I had was Ethiopian uh-huh. and I was texting a friend of mine. I'm like. I feel like a fat ass. I can't fit in any of my clothes right now. I'm so fucking fat. I overate the cuisine of a people known for starvation. <laughs> Dude, uh, I noticed Trigger. something. I noticed something about about you today uh, in Maddox Studios yes. in the in the Maddox abode. Yes. Dude, for a guy who wears like the same pair of jeans yeah. and t-shirts, yeah. you have a shit ton of clothes. You yeah. have an insane amount of clothes. A lot of clothes. And I haven't seen ninety percent of you. I've never seen you wearing a button-down shirt. Yeah, I don't think I have either. It's <laughs> I have so many. I have so much clothes. I know your t-shirt rotation on the reg. Yeah, you do. I do. Yeah, you do. Because I, I I like to wear. I like to save my good shirts for good occasions. Like I have my. I have like my regular samurai shirts, and then I have my good samurai. So you have shirts. you have your like dress up Batman shirt, and then you have your like your casual Batman shirt. I swear to God, I have like right down even down to like my spider wear Spider Man boxers. Like I have my good Spider Man boxers, and then like you know if I'm gonna impress, I remember I was telling a date one time. I was like, I, I wore a Godzilla shirt, and she goes, Oh my God, you wore your best Godzilla for sh- shirt for me. I'm like, No, I didn't. <laughs> I feel like spider- I'm like queer eye right now. Spider Man boxers are pretty good though to wear if you're gonna sh- be shooting some webbing. You know, I mean. <laughs> You get to sling some web for sure. Uh, let's introduce our guest properly, though, guys. He's our own Madcast Dirk from Arrogant Media. Dirk, welcome to the show. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Dirk, Thank all, you all the way from me. Iowa. We got a remote guest today. We've been we've been meaning to have you on the show for such a long time. Well, I'm grateful to be here, though. Yeah, Dirk, tell us a, a little bit about your podcast for those who don't know, those who, who don't listen, especially gamers. Listen up to this one. Well, uh, this all happened when I was just hanging out at a bar with a friend of mine, smoking outside, and he was talking about how he wanted to do a podcast for the longest time. So I decided, well, I've got this laptop and I've got this really shitty Yeti microphone, so we put that to use, and uh, we tried doing something that'd be a little bit different from what I listen to on podcasts because. 
I, I can pull up a random one and it's going to be boring or garbage. And I try to make something that I would want to listen to. Right. And uh, we go over, we go over some news, we go over what games we play. Sure. But we also try to find a topic each week to get into. Right. What I like about it too, is it, it, expands from just the gaming world but also talks about like the behind the scenes in the gaming world like right now you you, you guys talked about the you talked about the uh, the Sekiro Sekiro there's a video game called Sekiro and the there's a controversy about it because people are saying it's too hard and those people are called pussies uh because i i've been <laughs> i've been playing this game and i you know i, I gotta be honest I, I complained a little bit i'm like you know what this is kind of bullshit the the difficulty level in this game like it's 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 so difficult it's on the verge of not being fun and so i'm going to i will break the game before it breaks me and i i have found the cheese dick way to play the game and where i'm just like grinding away at the game just like little by little inching up my progress and you're not supposed to play the game that way because it's boring it's intentionally boring but you know what i cheated the system and i listened to an audiobook while i'm bored to tears playing the game mhm <laughs> wasn't it forbes that came out with the article saying that uh, the game should respect its players and have an easy mode yeah, there, there, there's an actual yeah. article on Forbes saying that, that that it's disrespectful to gamers for being so hard. That's written by a guy who just could not fucking beat the game. Yeah, a guy who could not get it get it up. Uh, we got his, we got a uh, some uh, delightful comments in the chat room. Uh, Katie Katie Zimmerman says, "You're so bald, Maddox. Did you know?" Oh shit, am I guys? Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. Well, I people can't tell with the headphones on. People oh, yeah. always say I'm bald. I'm like, what's all this? Huh? Yeah. What's all this? Yeah. Did you check what's the back right of my here? hair? Did yeah. You check my back, bitch. Yeah. Maybe yeah. somebody, some of us shave it like this because yeah. it makes us look older. Yeah. That's right. That's what that's what we're trying yeah. to go for. Because I'm tired of getting ID'd when I go to bars. I know. I just like to look like a mature man. Yeah. Best way to do that is to go into monk mode. Uh huh. And involuntarily at the age of 27. Mm-hmm. All right. We. <laughs> 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 All right, guys, we got a big show ahead of us. We've got some voicemail at the tail end of the show. We've got some quick news headlines. We got a Babcock tip, which I'm super excited to hear. Uh, about. I'm gonna I'm gonna tip you so hard, man. Yeah, I can't uh, wait. I'm gonna I'm gonna it, it, and it's based on something that you've already mentioned today, just offhandedly. And I'm like, I got a Babcock tip. I'm so happy. I cannot wait to hear that. And welcome back, Kirk Wilcox, to the show, guys. If you haven't uh, checked out Kirk's streams and the uh, the the highlights you've been posting on your Instagram account, make sure to check that. It's Kirkamania, right? Yes, Kirkamania yeah. on Instagram. Yes, and, and during Dirk's show, Dirk, madcastmedia.com, Arrogant Media. Check it out if you guys haven't already. I, I think I think there's something there for more than just gamers, right? Uh, yeah. Um, I've actually run two other shows on, on Arrogant Media. There was uh, The Arrogant Metalhead, but there's also The Plastered Paladins, which I do want to bring back at some point. That was more of the uh, the general discussion show that we had. That's right. Yeah. Um, and we got to have a metal conversation, too, because uh, Dirk and I talked before the show. We were debating about possibly doing a topic that was related to metal. It's all but, about steel. Okay. <laughs> Boo for you. All right. Uh, we, we should get on to the debate this week. But before I do, let's hear everyone's buzzer. Here's mine. Kirk. Ron. Wrong! And Dirk. There it is. If you hear a buzzer from anyone during this debate, that means someone is disagreeing with someone else or we're just chiming in with an interjection. But... As our first-time guest this week, Dirk, I'm going to throw it to you. What is the most garbage breakfast food? Go for it. Every time I walk into a uh, Casey's General Store, which is, a, is a more of a Midwest thing, I is that I is that a, is that a store or a restaurant? Oh, it's a store. It's okay. a gas station. Okay. And and um, for for whatever reason, Iowans are all about this thing. I don't know why because I can't buy condoms there now. 
the uh, the thing is, when I walk in in the morning, I smell something, and it's it's this abomination of pizza. It's breakfast pizza. That is the most garbage food I've ever had. Breakfast pizza. Yeah, take us through. What does that exactly mean, breakfast pizza? Is it just pizza that you eat for breakfast, or is it more like breakfast food in the form of a pizza? It's like uh, it's like cancer on bread. So it, you've got the crust, you've got the cheese, you've got the egg and the sausage and the bacon, but it's never satisfying. Now, what? why do you say it's never satisfying? Show me one person that le- legitimately feels good after eating a breakfast pizza. Mm. Like, I, it, it's all slopped together on one crust. I mean, look, the, there's... I mean, I'm intrigued by this idea, but now how? what's the unit cost of this breakfast pizza? How much are you paying for it? Because I think that'll give us an idea of the quality of ingredients that they're using. It's about two fifty per slice. Okay, now would you say, because I, I got to tell you, you know, the, the way you described it right now, I mean, I'm I'm in, I'm into the idea of a little bit of breakfast pizza. I mean, you, you're putting bread, you're putting cheese, you're putting meat, egg, all in one thing. I mean, this is a convenient option. Would you say that it's? Are you not a fan of the theory of breakfast pizza or the execution of this particular breakfast pizza? Both, my brother. I have I've been disgusted by it in theory, and then I tried it, and I felt terrible. Mm, I mean, okay. look, um, are we are we factoring in how you feel afterwards? Because I mean, essentially, yes. all the ingredients you mentioned now dirk is basically here's here's the exact same breakfast that you just described piece of toast a little bit of egg a little bit of bacon and then throw some cheese on there isn't that the same thing isn't that a breakfast pizza i ask you sir is that not is that not a breakfast pizza i i don't know i i've never i've had different breakfast pizzas before now i can make things like you've mentioned toast i can make a breakfast sandwich out of uh toast egg sausage and cheese and it's gonna taste great but Breakfast pizza—it's nothing but a greasy mess. See, I think I take more umbrage with the fact that it's being—it's calling itself pizza. Because just because you put shit on bread, that doesn't make it pizza, you know. So I have a more of a problem that they're, they're trying to ride pizza's coattails and be like, "Oh, hey, it's breakfast pizza." Oh, you mean that thing that we eat at night? That's literally nothing like this. You like pizza? You like breakfast? Here's yeah. it together. Have some breakfast pizza, and everyone and I was like, "Okay." That's so. exactly like a like a breakfast burrito. Okay. Like, it's not really a burrito. It's just a tortilla with a bunch of breakfast shit shoved yeah. into it. Damn it. That's what makes it breakfast. It's a breakfast pizza slash breakfast burrito slash breakfast salad. Like, whatever the fucking breakfast shit is, you put it into some other food, it becomes a breakfast thing. That you, thing. That's you guys t- okay. ever have uh, breakfast ice cream cones? It's great. Just put a bunch of eggs and bacon <laughs> into like same a- Same shit, Ron. Yeah. I know you're fucking with me, a, but I know it's the same. put it into a waffle cone? I, I would argue that that's the same thing. What are you going to say? You're on the yeah, go? Well, that, uh, breakfast burritos was actually my answer. I was going to say you breakfast- You got to be fucking hot. Fuck breakfast. Every time I have a breakfast burrito, I am so disappointed. I usually- what? Usually at airports or at buffets, they're all garbage. I've never had a good breakfast uh, burrito yeah. in my fucking you gotta, life. You're getting your breakfast burritos at airports? Oh, my God. Yeah, You know what yeah. else is bad at an airport? Literally everything. Yeah, no, true. no. I had a breakfast stromboli at an airport once. It was the best fucking stromboli I've ever had fucking in my life. Stromboli. Breakfast, breakfast stromboli, bitch. What is a stromboli? That I'm disqualified, <laughs> Kirk. No one knows what the fuck a stromboli is. Uh, all right. All right. You know the worst part about the uh, breakfast burrito is that it's always in, in a pre-made tortilla. First and of it's all, always shitty. Listen, Dirk, listen, I gotta tell you, you're you're talking about breakfast burritos in Iowa, so you literally have no idea what you're talking well, about. Well, tell us where you find a quality breakfast burrito then, huh? Lucky boy on in 
Pasadena. It's one of the I'd, best breakfast burritos in Los Angeles. I have to drive there. all the way to Pasadena to get a damn no, breakfast burrito. You just asked me a specific <laughs> question and I gave you an answer. But there's a problem with people from Iowa where they go, they do this thing where they're like, oh, bro, you got to fucking try our Mexican place. It's so good. It's never fucking good. I have eaten burritos across this country. They're never fucking good. They're good Fine. in basically California. Run. Ron, I want you to mail me a breakfast burrito. I want to fucking mail you a breakfast burrito. That'd be great. Yeah, and you, you better you, you better make sure that it's clean when it comes here. But I'll take it a step further. Mess. I mean, I'll put it in a Ziploc bag. I'll roll it up tight. I'll freeze it, and I'll put some ice packs in it, and then you could just heat it up in a toaster oven. No, 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 no. This has to be warm, too. Okay, you know what? I'll, I'll fucking mail you a toaster oven. And it'll be on the entire time. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got a free toaster oven. It, it's like it's like those fucking dipshit pizza places that are like, oh, we import our water from New York because uh, the water makes the pizza. Go fuck yourself. First of all, if, if there's anything in the water that changes the flavor of anything that much, I don't fucking want to drink it. I don't want it in my food. I don't want it near my children. I don't want it near my wife. Get that the fuck away from my body. I went to Florida, and the water was undrinkable. The stench, like, I plugged my nose. It was so fucking bad, I spit it out, like, three times. It's the worst-tasting water ever. And I, I Googled it. I swear to God, like, while I'm in the bathroom, while I'm brushing my teeth, I'm like, is this safe? It can't be so fucking safe. It smells like fucking sewage. And so, finally, I filled up a tea kettle just so I could drink this water. I boiled the water and then put it in the freezer just to cool it down enough so I could fucking drink the water, and still, it was barely palatable. Wow. I love, I just, I get weirded out when a place is like, we ship our water in. I'm like, yeah. what a weird, and you got to factor that cost into your yeah. pizza. I'm paying what, for fucking FedEx shipping water? Yeah. There's like, got to be a better way to do this. You like wasting your money, cow? People do that? Yeah, people do that. And there's a place in in, in LA, uh, they're like, oh, we ship our, our water from Boston. It's like, is that even a thing? I've heard of New York water being the thing, but then now it's like Boston water is the thing. Just because it's east of the Mississippi doesn't make it automatically fucking better. Um, we got a, uh, a super chat for $2 from Patrick says we got Amy Schumer in here. Uh, we got one, uh, we, and we got a bunch of pizza fund comments in the chat room from pot awful there, the pizza fund, uh, with, uh, which, uh, Jesse does on Friday nights, the Friday night hangout explosion. Uh, but anyway, guys, uh, we got one from Pavich Bavin says the only pizza that matters is the pizza fund for pot awful. <laughs> Go to pot All right, guys, <laughs> you got your plug in there. Congratulations. Uh, anyway, we should get back to the debate. All right. So, oh, yeah, what are you going to say, Kirk? Well, I, I was going to take it a step further. I think all breakfast food is garbage. You asked earlier, does do you what factor you in how you feel afterward? Anytime I eat traditional breakfast food, I always feel like shit afterward because it's either a plate of sugar like waffles or pancakes with a bunch of syrup on it. It's either a, a bowl of sugar in the form of oatmeal or cereal or it's eggs and meat which give it greasy ass meat like pork and eggs that give me gas afterward. Give me gas all day every time. I eat. You are like Scrap. the world's oldest what man. Woman. World's <laughs> woman. World's oldest woman. What are you? What's the? What's, the I only thing the you said so far. It. The only thing you said so far that literally makes no sense. The only breakfast food you enjoyed is a breakfast stromboli you once had in an airport. Yeah, it was which one, none of those words no make any knows, sense to me. Yeah, and no one knows what the fuck a stromboli is, so I'm disqualifying you. <laughs> Inappropriate. Anyway, we should get to a real shitty breakfast food. Wait, so you said, what's your breakfast food? You said breakfast burrito? Breakfast burrito. You're fucking crazy. And Dirk's, yours was uh, breakfast pizza? Yeah. Okay, fucking. Let's go to I, Lucky that's a maybe. tomorrow. Or yeah. sometime. Let's, that's a maybe. Uh, first of all, breakfast burrito is one of the, what I love about a breakfast burrito is it is a fully self-contained unit. And I appreciate food that comes to me in its own wrapper that I could then eat. 
I yeah. got I could do it on the go. Yeah. I could do it while I'm driving. It, it it can stay in a backpack and not get everywhere. I love breakfast burritos. And it's actually probably one of my favorite foods because I'm more of a savory rather than sweet guy. That's just a personal preference. Although I have been changing it up lately. I've been doing half savory, half sweet, and I gotta tell you, man, I'm killing it. Yeah, that's, the diners, that's umami. That's a really good thing. It flavor. is. It's you get a little bit of French toast or a waffle. A little bit of like, with the bacon, you know, and and eggs, you know, scrambled or, or over medium or however you do it. Okay, who, it's awesome. Who made the whose pick was the uh, the bitch factory choice of a breakfast burrito? Was that you, Kirk? Was that bitch the, factory? The bitch factory choice of breakfast burrito. Was that you? Was that your your choice? The breakfast burrito. Yeah. yeah. Let me ask you this then. All right. Uh, what do you have? Do you have a problem with breakfast crepes? Because that's the French version oh, of a burrito. Fuck crepes. Fuck crepes. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> you know, yeah. I literally. <laughs> I can't agree there. Yeah. You don't like uh, crepes either, Dirk? No, I fucking love crepes. crepes are delicious. I had, we had crepes last yeah. week. We had a Nutella crepe. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. And then we had a savory crepe. Yeah. Delightful. Uh-huh. You know, okay, so speaking of uh, back to linking it back to Ethiopian, because, okay, if you haven't had Ethiopian cuisine, first of all, you're not missing out on much. Uh, second, because it's like less tasty Indian food. Um, but they, the bread is the most disappointing part. It's this like big fucking, it's the biggest thing you've ever seen in your life. It's bigger than the biggest pizza. This giant fucking, it looks like a, like a pancake, right? All You get all the bubbles like, oh my God, that looks so good. But it's a little bit gray. And then you eat it and it's sour. It's like, why is this sour and spongy? It's like wet. Yeah. It's like too wet. And I'm like, I don't, I don't like this. I don't like it's not. It doesn't bring me joy. Uh, but you're eating it anyway because, like, that's all there is. And you're you're fucking hungry. And you're at dinner, and you're just like shoving just piles of this fucking sour, doughy bullshit. Crepes, on the other hand, crepes are like light. Yeah, they're light. They're fluffy. They're springy. They're fun. They taste a little bit eggy. And then you got a, little, a bunch of fucking breakfast shit in there. What's not to like about that, Kurt? They're boring. You're boring. They do that fun little swirl swizzle yeah, over the top the of swirl. it. Yeah, what's boring they're, about they're swirls? Like diet, dollar store diet pancakes is what crepes are. Man, no, no, no. They're like they're like pancakes, but better. Okay. Let's... Oh hell no. Can I actually? No, 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 no. We're talking about a food that you can you can set up for both lunch and dinner, but also as a as a dessert at the same time. Okay. What's not to like about this? What about sopapillas? Uh, sopapillas so, is delicious. Sopapillas yeah. are they're tight. unimpeachable. All right, listen. I'm gonna. Oh! Okay, listen. Everyone keeps mentioning things that are kind of good. Okay, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get into the fact that you can't say breakfast burritos are bad because you just have never had a bad, a good breakfast burrito. Breakfast pizza. I like the idea of it. I've never had it. I'm gonna actually say a breakfast item that sucks. Now uh, we're using things, basically anything that you could find on a restaurant in a diner. That's kind of the guide I'm going by. Something that you could conceivably order at a restaurant. So like Lucky Charms is out of the question here? I think cereals can be included too, even though you wouldn't usually find that at a diner. But that's just like, you know, that's such a general thing. The worst breakfast food by far, something that if I got at a diner, I would like just ask them to throw it in the garbage. And Maddox, I know it's near and dear to your heart, cottage cheese. Cottage cheese? Cottage cheese is the most disgusting thing to wake up in the morning and go, "Mm, you know what I want? A big bowl of cottage cheese with cold grapes in it, or however the fuck you eat it. Because I know you like your cottage cheese. First of all, it's two things. It has the word cottage in it. I don't want to be in a cottage for breakfast. Why not? Cottage, it sounds like a, a rustic place to get breakfast. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Hey, you want to go down to the cottage? And you get just the complain oh, about yeah. having sour bread. That's basically cottage cheese. It's putting this sour, acrid dairy right into your stomach first thing in the morning. It's Ron, so gross. Ron, 
what are you, a child? Mm-hmm. Like you, when you gr- when you when your fucking taste buds I'm an adult graduate second who can't grade, order bacon because I have the money to order bacon. Yeah. Oh, bacon. Like bacon is like two thousand no, aughts. All right. I got two thousand three. I got the three ninety five to order extra bacon. You're getting cottage cheese because it's like the dollar fifty because they can't they can barely give it away. It's not a price thing. It's like cottage cheese. First of all, I like the contrast of white with everything else in my on my dish. Right, that's a little racist. <laughs> I just like there to be a, a variety of colors on my plate, and white is a nice color to contrast everything else <laughs> on, on my plate. All the browns keep and yellows. Going, keep going. <laughs> also, cottage cheese is great when you have a dry or cotton mouth, and that happens a lot yeah. in the morning. So it's a great breakfast Fucking food, if anything. Drink water. Why not both, huh? You you know what I like about cottage cheese? It's a little bit runny and a little bit chewy. So you you oh. as you as you're eating it, it's like <laughs> not oh, this case. So. Someone, someone has already started chewing it for you, and I like that. I like that you put it in your mouth. And it's like <laughs> it's it like, looks like it's somebody half digested something for you. And I know what I'm missing for my breakfast pizza now. Someone has to pre-chew it for me. <laughs> okay, you guys laugh, but it's like rice pudding that's also uh, a little bit savory. Dude, cottage cheese, it like tastes like what cows must throw up. You well, know, it must be delicious. I then. don't, I don't think Alba. of cud. Ron, I don't think cottage cheese is okay. I'm not gonna say it's delicious. Like I don't fucking love it, Boom. but it's good. Point proven. I don't. I like to eat delicious food. Sorry, that's my weird thing. Okay, cantaloupe. I have is a cantaloupe meal. delicious. It's not objectively not. Cantaloupe is like cantaloupe, take it or leave it. Cantaloupe is. I like cantaloupe. Well, what really is the difference between oatmeal oh, and cottage good. cheese texture wise? Kirk, did you burn your entire inside of your mouth? Like the texture, the taste, and the, the 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 flavor, the way you digest like, it. I once had this stromboli full of spaghetti. Best breakfast I've ever had. <laughs> so like, there's that you have negated yourself out of this conversation by going with I once had a good breakfast stromboli, which no one knows what that is. Uh, Jesse in the heaven. Jesse in the chat room says I would chug Ron's cottage cheese. <laughs> and you gotta stop, dude. There was a great super chat. You gotta read. You gotta, you gotta stop reading his comments. They make me physically uncomfortable yeah i think that's i think that's why uh we got one from pavich bavin says the worst breakfast food is when you make a bowl of cereal with water and then your friends make fun of you for being poor <laughs> actually that's probably it that is correct that's that's pretty uh we've all done that oh i got i got one a little bit sadder than that um we were out of milk one day and my mom was like you know not going to the store i guess and so i was so fucking hungry and this will lead into my worst breakfast food, but I was so fucking hungry. I looked in the fridge. I'm like, there's got to be something. I'm like, I'm, I even I know better than to use water for cereal, and I and we had we had Coke. So I'm like, all right, I'll have some uh, some Coke. I'll pour yeah. some pork on this on these cornflakes. I I struggled to choke to choke down like two or three bites of Coke. I've done. I've done that. You've done it's, Coke. Yeah, it's bad, man. What? You think it's gonna be good? Because you're like, I I would drink Coke and eat cereal as a kid. Why not just cut out the middleman and do it together? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what oh I thought. God. Well, that leads me to my pick of the most garbage breakfast food, which is cereal. Yeah, there you go. All right. Now, everyone likes it. Yeah, that's right. Everyone likes it. But here's the problem with cereal. All right. Makes you fat. Yep. 
That's right. Kirk, now, Kirk, I know you are like probably the most health conscious here on this podcast today. Yeah, oh. I, I, I used to. No, actually, this is uh, true. I ate cereal. I used to love cereal. I, I would look forward to eating it for breakfast every day of my life until I was like 25. And then I decided I wanted to get uh, get thinner, lose some weight. And I decided to cut cereal out of my diet completely. And when I did, I dropped 15 pounds in like three months. What kind of cereal were you eating? Uh, oh, I mean, all the sugary stuff like Cinnamon Toast Crunch, uh, Special K. Hey, frosted flakes, you know, standard stuff in America. Yeah, we. My, uh, I'm the son of a, a dietitian. My mom well, works as a dietitian for over 50 years, so we never had the sugary cereals growing up. The craziest we got is sometimes she'd pick up some Honey Nut Cheerios, and that was like, oh shit, the Babcocks are going off. Like that was as crazy as we got. Yeah. So I actually have never had Fruity Pebbles. Yeah. Or like Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I've never had any of that. Cinnamon shit. Toast Crunch is delicious, but I'll tell you what. Um, okay, and my mom would never buy me the Fruity Pebbles, anything with food food coloring. Like she wouldn't buy me any of that shit or the cocoa, anything. I didn't get fun cereals. I got like fucking yeah. uh, shredded wheat and, and frost, and not even frosted flakes. I got team flakes. You know team flakes? Frosted fakes, yeah. Yeah, frosted fakes. Yeah, I got like team flakes. And I still ate the shit out of them. But here's the thing. Okay, what is cereal? It's a it's a grain, essentially, right? So it's basically bread. It's a processed grain. You're eating yeah, a bowl of sugar grain. and milk, essentially. Sh- sugar, milk, and bread, except the bread becomes mushy. So you're just eating mushy bread with milk. Like, how how much do you take your teeth for granted at that point? Yeah. You have teeth for a reason. You can chew into things. You can bite into bacon. You can Since chew up some cottage cheese. the guy who loves cottage cheese. I didn't Which is say basically I love the cheese. same mushy consistency you're laying into right now. I just like a variety of, of colors on my. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, your whole like cottage cheese argument is that you like the color of it. What do to you differentiate from the other food on your plate? What do you have again? Oh, there's way too much brown on this plate. Do you have any cut? How about the plate? The plate's white. Not always. And you, okay, what? Yeah. What's well, up no. I, it's going back to what I said earlier about how breakfast food makes me feel like shit afterwards when I start. Stopped eating cereal. Now, whenever I eat a bowl of cereal, like at which I do maybe once or twice a year, like I feel like crap afterward, and I'm hungry again in like an hour and a half. And that's after eating like a 600 because no, because usually it's like like one serving is like one cup. No one just eats one fucking cup of Lucky Charms when they eat a bowl. They usually eat like three servings plus the milk. It's like four to six hundred calories, and you're hungry again in, in two hours. It's a waste. I mean, I'm not a big fan. I mean, cereals turn one of those things that I used to eat all the time, and I think as I've gotten older. I've learned how to cook, and I've learned that there are things like the, yeah. re, it's not that cereal is good. Cereal is convenient. Yes, that is why people eat cereal. What, what's that, Kirk? Wasn't uh, wasn't cereal invented to help uh, prevent people from masturbating? Uh, Frosted Flakes was. Yeah, that's actually Wait, a good what? point. Yeah, Kellogg. really? Yeah, Kellogg was like this weird. It like, is not working. <laughs> weird psycho Christian. Yeah, then kids like just stayed home eating Frosted Flakes and masturbating all day. But like the uh, the, the the guy who created Frosted Flakes, uh, Kellogg, what's his name? Like Dean Kellogg or something like that. Yeah, he just jerked off on Corn Flakes. He was Frosted <laughs> Flakes. Bar. Throw up so bad. I need a barf sound effect. That's just not strong in here. You know what, Kirk? <laughs> made me vomit um uh yeah he made the frosted flakes to prevent people from masturbating because he was like a weirdly anti-sex uh weirdly devout christian and how did he think that the cereal was gonna help people not want to have do well, not give them masturbate? something to do instead of fiddling their dogs all day or fiddling their beans huh and I think at the time, like he just intended for men to eat them because I think I think that women masturbation hadn't been invented yet. 
<laughs> Didn't even cross his mind. That nope. would be an idea. Nope. Just frosted flakes for the boys. <laughs> Keep your hand Dude, off that your pecker. Bonkers. I never heard of that before. Yeah. That is bonkers. Yeah. See, my favorite cereal growing up was like, since we didn't get to have a lot of sugary cereals, but the one that I really do love is I love Kicks. To this day, I still like having Which one's Kicks? Kicks was the, the little yellow corn balls where they're like hollow on the inside. So they kind of have a nice crunch to it and they're a little light and airy. You know, Kix. Oh, yeah, Kix is a... Uh, Kid-tested, mother-approved. Kid-tested, mother-approved. That's right. It is yeah. kid-tested, mother-approved. Uh, we got a... Real quick, we got a super chat from Lintilla Taylor. She says, I'm tired of hearing people malign cottage cheese on this podcast. Nachos, Flanders style, and a glass of V8 is the correct breakfast. Thank oh, you, Lintilla. Oh, my God. Correct, correct opinion. That is like if Woody Allen could turn into breakfast. <laughs> Cottage cottage cheese is look. First of all, it's like what kind so of cheese weird. like is like it? What kind of cheese is like it? Exactly. Yeah, it's the most unique cheese, and you want to eliminate it. What do you have against diversity? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jink in the chat room for a super chat says, "Let me get that beard cell hot take real quick." All right, I guess he's referring to me. Uh, and. Anyway, guys. Uh, so, uh, yeah. What do you what do you have against co- cottage cheese? Okay. For, when's the last time you had it? Um, God, probably like a decade. Okay, Ron. You know, okay. No, disqualified, vetoed. Fucking you. No, I go into a I go into like a hotel bar, and there's a spread of things. There's eggs. There's bacon. There's cereal. Then there's this like weird cottage cheese that's served in like romaine lettuce as a shell, trying to like jazz it up. Oh. And then people put cold grapes into it. I'm like, I'm not fucking eating why? that for breakfast. That's don't, such a microwave weird. the grapes. Then. Yeah, then microwave the grapes. Put them in your mouth and suck on them. Because otherwise, <laughs> I'm just eating this like weird mucus. It's this, not this future slime mucus that I feel like it's like you know it's like this um like soylent green you know is made of people kind of consistency of just like there's no care to put into it it's nothing it's just pure slop okay bullshit you guys are bullshit I got <laughs> another hotel, pick. I, got, I got a follow up pick what are you gonna say Dirk did this hotel have a, a breakfast burrito no it didn't have a breakfast burrito that sounds like quality control to me <laughs> okay. okay I got I got a follow up pick here mine is waffles I fucking hate waffles waffles okay i like pancakes but waffles are for idiots here's why here's Dude, why like maddox like sometimes you say shit <laughs> that i think is just to like rob people there's no way you fucking think waffles are bad uh, first of all waffles are infinitely better than pancakes oh let me put some syrup on my pancakes oh none of it stays on because it goes right off let me put yes. some syrup on waffles there are little tiny pools that individually hold each syrup resulting in the perfect bite all the way through ron i want to just repeat what you said back to you but as an argument against waffles i hate that it pulls up in every little square because you, you can get a consistent spread on pancakes first of all they're flat they're not fucking hills so the the pancake no the, they're not yes, flat they're, they're fucking flat. mounded they're 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 literally literally called flapjacks which rhymes with flat so then <laughs> you you, <laughs> you spread the butter on there you spread a little bit of the there's syrup. so much unbelievable like we take a look at pancakes they're made by people on a grill they put the thing on sometimes it's too small sometimes it's too big waffles have their own like guillotine their their own iron 
that they put them in. So you result in perfection every single time. Wow. Sounds like you're making an argument for novelty. Kind of like the only cheese that's like cottage cheese. But you have a problem with cottage cheese. I'm making the exact argument against novelty. I want uniformity. I want the same thing every single time with my waffles, which that's what it comes out of. And you do. You get disappointed every single time. There's only one type of waffle that's okay, and that's a Belgian waffle, because you put big fucking piles of cream, uh, whipped cream on it with a bunch of cut up fruit, which is delightful. But other than that, everything else fucking sucks about uh, waffles. Whipped cream? Are you a kid? Whipped cream? Whipped cream? So, what do you have against whipped cream, Dirk? You're about. I'm gonna. Dude, Maddox is basically like a fucking child and old man at the same time. Whipped cream <laughs> in one hand, cottage cheese in the other. That, Let's that's also not forget, pancakes get soggier faster than waffles do. Yeah. Not also, if you eat them. Nobody ever finishes their fucking pancakes. I fucking finish. Well, it depends on how pancakes many. Pancakes are the fries of five guys. There's always way too many of them. You know, that's how Nike started was Bill Bowerman. He uh, he put shoes on, he put shoes on the waffle iron to make running shoes because he told his wife, waffles are fucking bullshit. I'm not eating them anymore. I'm using this waffle iron to make shoes. Exactly. Waffles resulted in sneakers. You got somebody against <laughs> sneakers? <laughs> yeah. Not if I'm not a particular fan of sneakers. And they both you know what though? I, I will say they have one other thing in common. They both taste the same. Now here's <laughs> You know what? When you go to any fucking hotel that has like that fucking waffle maker, the line is out the fucking door. And I'm so happy because I'm like, there are the dipshits. They're, First they're- of all, can we all agree that we keep bringing up hotels, breakfasts? Can we agree that that's not the best representation of breakfast? I think we can all agree, except I have one exception, and this is when I went to Dubai. So I went to this hotel, and I, I got there like at 8 a.m., check-ins at 3, and so I'm like, uh, can I can I check into my oh, room wait. early? Re- really fucking hate that move by hotels. Yeah. Like, hey, I paid, for, I paid for a whole day? Okay, yeah. cool, check-ins at 7 p.m. or whatever. Fucking hate that. Yeah. So I go into this hotel, and they're like, it's 8, it's, uh, 8 a.m., sorry, you can't check in until 3 and I'm like, oh, God. And he goes, but well, you can help yourself out to our complimentary breakfast. And I'm like, okay. So I walk around the corner expecting that shitty, stale, you know, croissant with a continental breakfast with some, like, syrupy orange juice and just, just like, munching on that uh, sad, dreary, depressing piece of bread for fucking four hours until my place is open. And then I turn around the corner, and this is... By far, the most amazing breakfast spread I've ever seen or had in my entire fucking life. They had every type of food you can imagine for breakfast from every type of culture. They had all your American stuff. You had just a pancake station. You had a waffle station. You had every type of cereal. You had fruits, fresh fruits. You had grapes. You had the Middle Eastern stuff, the Mediterranean stuff. You had Turkish stuff. You had dates. You had hummus. You had tabbouleh. North Korea stuff. (laughs) That was was an empty empty shop. (laughs) Uh, you had you had a crepe station. You had baguettes. You had every type of cheese. I, I mean, if you just put this cheese spread out, you'd be like, wow, they really went over the top. But then on top of that, they had everything else. They had bacon. They had ham. They had Canadian ham. They had steaks. Everything you can imagine. I'm like, oh my God, I've never seen... This is just included in their fucking breakfast. And so I'm sitting there. My sadness immediately turned around. I was the happiest boy. Did you... Was there cottage cheese? Of course there was cottage cheese. They had a huge fucking cottage... Did you fucking have it? That entire no, I barrel don't, of it. I don't think I had any cottage cheese. Exactly. I you didn't have it because you know deep down it fucking sucks. It doesn't. And there are t- other options that are better. That is not why that, that fucking breakfast. You know spread. how you make cottage cheese better by putting it in cantaloupe, which is only marginally better. 
When you have to put your food into something else to make it better, it's oh, not that good of a really? food. That's weird because it sound, sounded to me like you made a strong case for why putting food into a tortilla was a good thing that at the beginning. Is, <laughs> no, mm. that doesn't make it better. That just makes it easier to eat. I could have eggs and bacon on their own. They're still just as good without the tortilla. Hmm. Would you don't like tortillas because you're racist? <laughs> 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 we, got, we got a super chat in the chat room. Uh, we uh, we got one from Mike Hurley for $10. says, Kellogg was also an advocate for circumcision to reduce masturbation. <laughs> Reading his Wikipedia article, he was an early adopter of some ideas, germ theory, gut flora, and also believed this other weird stuff. Uh, yeah, thank you, Mike Hurley. That's that's a good point. Like, Yeah, that Kellogg guy was such a weirdo. Um, Pravich Bavin in the chat room for $5. Super chat says, did they have Turkish food but omit Armenian food? <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, inappropriate. Inappropriate. Let's not get carried away here. Uh, anyway, yeah, it was a it was the most delicious spread. You know what? Uh, you know what else fucking sucks? And this is like not even an American breakfast food. It's this is like Middle Eastern, Mediterranean, that sort of thing. Dates. I fucking hate dates. Dates are just too fucking sweet for life. Anytime I go, and now that's a fucking trend now in LA where they have like fucking uh, power shake, get a power shake, get some dates in it. It's an alternative to sugar, uh, but it's way sweeter than sugar. It ruins everything. I don't want it. It makes my feelings hurt. I just thinking about dates right now. My mouth is in, in, in on fire. Oh man, I fucking love dates. You like? <laughs> <laughs> you love about dates? I don't know. They're really good. They're sweet. It's like eating candy. Yeah, it's like eating candy that's been concentrated into too much candy. It's you know, can I? I want. Yeah. I always like to do something positive rather because I you know we shit on a lot of stuff. So I like to say something positive. You know, one of my favorite things to get. And when I get it though, man, it is like it's one of those breakfasts where like that's your meal for the day. Like you don't have any food is a uh, good old chicken fried steak. Ooh, chicken chicken that's fried not- steak, and it's. What, what's breakfast I, about that? I don't know. It's on the breakfast menu. I get it when I'm on the road, and I'm like, God, I fucking love it. But it is not. It is. It is aggressively. It makes your body feel like it's going to war. I'll tell you, the food that makes me not want to shit right is biscuits and gravy. Oh, <laughs> oh man, that's biscuits and gravy. The, oh, the problem with it is that. Biscuits and gravy are like wings out in Los Angeles where I always fool myself into thinking it's going to be good. And I always ask the waiter or waitress, hey, how's the biscuits and gravy? And they're like, oh, it's really good. And then you get it and it's just this like doughy mass with this sour gravy. Like if you're not in the South, don't get biscuits and gravy. Yeah, that's a good Or point. like some artisanal hipster shit place, which we know yeah. they'll do it okay. Mm-hmm. But like I, because I love it. It's one of my favorite things. But like when you... People can kind of fuck up bacon and eggs, but it's still okay. But when you fuck up biscuits and gravy, your meal's done. I I don't know, man. I ha- I've had some like really disappoint, really sad eggs, like rubbery, you know, yeah. rubbery. And then there's always other stuff on the plate to hide it. You know, there's like sausage or there's toast or you know, there's other things going on. Where but if you get biscuits and gravy, that's what you have. You know, that's the only thing you're gonna have for the day. I've had yeah. I've had some truly awful. You know what the salvation of biscuits and gravy is? This is the Jesus to your breakfast plate is Tabasco. You gotta you gotta drown that shit in Tabasco, mix it up until the color is a light pink, because that's what happens when you mix red and white. What do you what do you want to say, Kirk? Oh, I like I love biscuits and gravy, but as you said, it always me, it makes me feel like a, a farty piece of shit afterwards. So. Yeah, that's that's well, being a man. All breakfast food, kind of weird. Complaining about farting earlier—that's what made yeah. me dis- like not respect you at all, Kirk. Like just zero. Is you it, went you from know, you so, went from like a one to a zero. Yeah, Matt, it's just so funny that you yeah. just said you want to put Tabasco in the biscuits and gravy yes. to make it kind of like a nice pink. Yes. 
Hmm. I like because gravy be is kind yeah. of like white. Yes. You know, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're taking the white out. Well, I, I don't mix all of the gravy. I leave a little bit on the because I like the diversity on my you plate. Like, you like white things on the plate, otherwise you feel alone. <laughs> got it. You always got to have something white around like, you. You know, maybe some marshmallows or something. Um, we got a uh, super chat from Patrick. Says, big fan of your podcast, man. Thank you, Patrick, for uh, $2. Um, anyway, guys, we should wrap up this debate. Kirk, what was your pick? Breakfast burrito. Breakfast burrito, wrong answer. And Ron? Oh, cottage fucking cheese. Ooh, wrong again. But Dirt. if I want that, I'll do I'll do people in the chat room going off about grits. I'll have grits any day over cottage cheese. One of my- any day. Oh, grits are terrible. What, Kirk? No. Why? That's Dirk, yes. not Kirk. Stop confusing Sorry. us. <laughs> I got the Kirk what, Dirk what's, what, Okay, yeah. Wh- why? Okay, let's hear the, the grit argument. I get no flavor out of grits. Yeah. Well, because that's why it, it is a vehicle for flavor. You can add stuff into it. You got shrimp. You got butter. Like, you know, you put things in it and you get the flavor too. And it's a lovely. I love them. They're fucking oh, great. Texture sh- what did you say earlier, Ron? What did you say earlier about like not wanting to put food into other food? It's hot. Make- it's hot mush. Not it cold mush. Hot mush. Oh. It is. It's oh. hot mush, and that's good. Cottage cheese then is cold mush. And warm that's gross. that shit up, then. I'm not but, eating warm cottage cheese. Why? Because I had it in a decade. I, you don't even remember what it tastes if like. If I eat warm cottage cheese, I will immediately shit my pants. <laughs> <laughs> There's no time that will pass between me not shitting my pants. Okay, Ron. I think you're making a mistake. I think you should reevaluate your cottage cheese. Hatred. I know my body and how it works, and I can guarantee you. <laughs> Let me ask you guys a quick question. Is this just me, or if your stomach gets cold, do you get diarrhea? I think what? it's just what? you. I, I, haven't had that I just met. I met. I, I was talking to a, this this girl the other day, and think, she told I me think this, you got to get your colon checked out. <laughs> she, well, she told me the same thing. She goes, "You know what's weird about me is if my stomach gets cold, I get diarrhea." I'm like, "Oh my god, me too." I'm like one of the few. Is this one of your dates? It was a date. Is this what you were talking about? Your Maybe date? Diarrhea? You were talking about diarrhea. That gets a girl hot. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? That's because it. We opened- have a lot in common. We get the same kind of diarrhea. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I really like her. <laughs> yeah, we hit her off with some hot diarrhea talk. You know what though? So how do you get diarrhea? If you're able to talk about diarrhea with a date, it immediately escalates things to a place of intimacy, right? Because you're talking about the type of shits that you take, don't you think? Is that the kind of intimacy you're going for? I mean, shit leads to other types of intimacy. If you once you trust someone with talking about ways in which you're vulnerable on the toilet, then you're going to be vulnerable with them in other ways. It's just weird that that's always your opener, you know? (laughs) Just don't go to ask her mouth when she has a cold stomach. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Again, Kirk, I need a vomit. (laughs) I need a vomit sound effect. Damn. All right, Dirk, what was your pick? Uh, Breakfast pizza. Breakfast pizza, which again, weird. Is that where? Where do they have this again? Where do they have breakfast pizza? Because I've never really seen this. You'll find them in in gas stations, and some pizza places will serve them. Did, now, and do they? Not, is there a base? Like, is, is it's not a tomato base, is it? No, it's not. What's the base? Because if you say hollandaise, I I will throw up right now. <laughs> I, I think it's cheese. <laughs> okay, cheese is fine. Cheese is fine. Yeah. Cheese. You're not gonna shit right after you eat that breakfast pizza because it sounds oh, like. Oh God, no, you're not. No, it sounds like too much car, too many carbs plus cheese, which is also gonna make you not shit. So the carbs are already gonna turn your. Dude, can, yeah. can, can, you know, it's a really good. Uh, when I went over to visit my sister, she lives in London, and uh, her husband picked me up, and he, you know, went back to the house, and he was like, "So you need breakfast?" And I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "How do you feel about an English fry up?" And I was like, "I have no idea what that is, but I'll have one." And it was just like, man, the English 
fuck do they know breakfast? It's just sausage. And I, I never thought I would like baked beans for breakfast. I loved everything about it. It's just like, they have no idea what the fuck they're doing, but no. it all kind of works. Bub- bubbles and squeak. That's yeah. the, you've heard that? Yeah, it, yeah. It's just like, I don't know what it is about. It's just like, it's the simplest food. It's very it's like simple. beans, yeah. meat, bread. Yeah. Tea. It's it's like they never they never um advanced beyond medieval for their breakfast. Yeah. You know, it's like whatever we got, it's it's like starvation breakfast. That's that's essentially the British I breakfast. love it though. I don't yeah, know, I hit the yeah. spot. Yeah, I've I've gotten some British breakfast. Except the place. blood the blood pudding's a little bit Ooh. Blood pudding's rough. You know, it's like I, I kinda like it, but I also it's not something I don't want to eat every day. It's like on Christmas, you know? Um I it's it's also like sweet bread. Have you guys had sweet bread before? Mm-hmm. Oh man, it's neither sweet nor bread. It, <laughs> it, is, it is I saw Lintilla chatting in the chat room saying that it she wanted to try blood sausage. It's essentially like blood sausage. It's the grossest. And I I I'm a brave eater. All right. I like to eat things that would make a billy goat puke. Little uh, little Rambo reference yeah. there for you, but I, I like to eat things that would make a Billy Goat puke, and I challenge myself to eat weird things. So I ate that shit, and I was able to eat it, but I didn't enjoy it. The one food that I've tried that really, really is tough to eat beyond like one or two bites is natto. Have you guys tried Japanese natto? Oh yeah, natto for sure. Oh my gosh, I that that's I had a swallow just now. That was pure bile. Um, natto, it's like st- uh, fermented beans. Fermented beans. With the the taste and smell a little bit cheesy, and with the consistency of, of spider webs. No, I would say <laughs> of like stringy boogers. String, yeah, stringy. It boogers. looks it's like so if gross. beans could be made of boogers, and yeah. it is. Um, it is a very particular food, and I've had it, and it's super fermented. And uh, anything you get that's because all that food, you know, this cultural food is all fermented because that's how people used to like preserve things before refrigeration so all these cultural foods are always fermented and they always have such a specific flavor profile that is kind of you kind of once you get past it though you kind of love it but it, it there is a little bit of a hurdle uh we got a super chat from heavy cream in the root and the chat room for five dollars says does anyone still eat breakfast scones i'd rather eat drywall and die than resort to a scone for breakfast and pavich uh pavich uh, Pavich Bavin says, for real though, how much bigger is that dick with all the weight loss, Ron? <laughs> Actually, unfortunately, that's where uh, the weight loss started. It came out of my dick first. And oh, then it, yeah, you had a fat dong. Yeah, I had a big, yeah. old, had a big old obese dick. Yeah, you got a lot of <laughs> cholesterol on that dong. Uh-huh. Yeah, it hardens up though. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, it's it all breakfast scony sometimes. Yeah, you think your arteries get hard. Mm. All right. Uh, that a lot was of clotted be- cream. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, that's it. Vote on madcastmedia.com. The choices, again, were breakfast burritos, cottage cheese. We got the breakfast pizza. And for my my pick, I'm going with waffles. Fuck you. I know I'm going to lose this one. Yeah, because, yeah, you know. I don't give a shit. Fucking idiots. All right. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Ron, before we get to the wrap-up of last week's debate, let's get to the Babcock tip. What do you got for us this week? Uh, I don't know what it is, but this week I've had a infestation of fruit flies and like moths in my place. Oh my god! So we were just talking about this. I have, I hate moths, and I have them. Yeah, and uh, it's just been nuts. So we did the whole thing, like you know, you apple cider vinegar and dish soap, or you put out like honey or stale wine, and the, they're supposed to go to that, and nothing was working. Like I don't know why, but the fruit flies just weren't interested in the vinegar really because that works for me that wipes out all the fucking fruit flies it usually works for me but then it it like they get some of them but not all of them so then i had an idea and it brought me so much joy is i got out the vacuum and i became the god that i was always meant to be (laughs) 
I turned on the vacuum and I took the hose and I just sucked up every single fruit fly I could find. And it was like living in a video game. It was so goddamn entertaining for me standing in my kitchen with a vacuum, just fucking like being like Thanos, except doing everybody. You know, the Ghostbusters. This was my this was my end game. You know what I mean? I had so much goddamn fun. I'm sure the vinegar can still work, but if you're having fruit flies or you have a bunch of insects in your house, just get out the vacuum, go fucking crazy on that shit. It feels real good. Ron, this is the craziest tip I've ever heard. I, and I'm not going to impugn you because it sounds like it works. It First of all, it was way more fun than you think it is. I mean, I've, I've vacuumed up bugs before and it is fun. And you know what I do is after I vacuum it, I put my hand over the hose mm-hmm. so that it creates a suction oh, so it yeah. really shoots it them down. Them down there, yeah. yeah. I, I, I like to suck up some dirt afterwards too so it like piles up on top. Yeah, of it. make like, sure oh, they can't get out. Yeah, yeah, you're not getting out, bitch. Last summer, I had to call an exterminator and uh, to get rid of some roaches in the place I bought and they said you'll see some roaches for like two weeks after but uh they're gonna you know get exposed to the poison the residue on the ground and they actually recommended that you suck them up with a vacuum and throw it away immediately i am a genius uh so in my old (laughs) my old apartment what i would do is i found a way to make a trap where you take a, a like a party cup like a dixie cup you put a bunch of tape on the cover, right, on top, like packing tape with just a tiny little hole in the middle. And then you put a piece of banana right in the bottom of the cup. As that banana rots, it makes just an irresistible scent for fruit flies. And they will find a way in through that hole. But the problem is they can't fly back out because the hole's in the center and they don't have very good aim. Ah. So if they fly back up, they're either going to hit the tape on the inside and get stuck or they're just going to stay in the bottom. After like... I don't know, a day or two, it's just swarming with fruit flies in there. You just put your thumb on the hole, throw that fucker in the freezer, freeze him all to death, throw it away. <laughs> Jesus, Boom. like that. Yeah. You know what I, yeah. you know what I liked is uh, bringing the vacuum, like I'd have to, you know how like fruit flies, if you, they're surprisingly quick, you know, if you try and slap them, they'll yeah. always yeah. get away. So you, you have to sneak up with the vacuum and the air would all of a sudden, like they would start to come back into the vacuum, but they try and fight their way and then they would slowly get sucked in like oh, a spaceship into a black hole. Yeah. Guys, I'm telling you, like man. A tractor beam. It is insanely entertaining to do yeah. this. I mean, Ron, look, not the most practical tip. I thought you were going to give me a real one. This but, is super <laughs> practical. This shit gets done. I, I, I do the vinegar with dishwasher, dish soap trick, and it fucking, it's like a genocide, a fruit fly genocide. I, I almost feel bad. I hate fruit flies, so I don't. But I almost do. Like I look in there and I'm like, this is an entire civilization right. of just animals that I've extincted. Here's your practical tip, ready? Yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> practical tip. Listen. Just always have a bag in your car that has an extra pair of sneakers and a hoodie. Not a bad tip. And and you know and a and a pair of sweatpants. Why? Because one of these days you're gonna shit your pants. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, no, you, <laughs> something's gonna happen, man. You're gonna fall in mud. You're gonna shit your pants. You're gonna get like wet shoes. I hate having wet shoes. That's eh, not a, you're gonna not be, a bad tip. You're from... gonna be cold. Yeah. Just all like you know the shoes that you're gonna throw away, the hoodie that you're gonna throw away. Just put it in an old bag in your car. Someone you're gonna be with is needed. It has come in handy so many times. That's not a bad tip, Ron. Uh, I like actually. I like both those tips. The one is fun. The other one is practical. We got a super chat from Papa Chabavin for five dollars. Says Maddox usually eats his weaker opponents ron do you eat your defeated no i don't like to put anything weak inside of me that's what keeps me strong oh <laughs> <All right. laughs> it took too long to get to that it's i know way too long 
<laughs> All right, guys. Uh, good, good tips, Ron. Um, I will say, you know, I do have this one tip for moths, and this actually does work, even though I have a moth infestation right now. I don't know where the fuck they're coming from, but you get this UV trap. And I'll tell you one of these days why I have this trap, because I didn't buy it. It's a fucking crazy story. But it's a UV trap. It's basically a UV light. It's a circular little neon light. It's actually on the ground there, Ron, to your left. Oh, yeah, I see it. Yeah. yeah it's like it, a, almost like a little bug catcher. Yeah, it's like a little bug catcher with a UV light in there, except instead of a zapper, it's just a fan that sucks them in. Oh. So the moths fly towards this thing, and then they get trapped in the bottom. And it is also really gross. You mean like... A vacuum almost? Yeah, exactly like a vacuum, but this never turns off. This, see, this is the thing, though, is like you have to be the one who controls the vacuum because then you get to play God. Uh, yeah, Ron, but like, what if you have shit? You to get do? to deserve who lives and who dies, and guess what? Everyone dies. Yeah, I do like that. Uh, that's part of the reason I leave spider webs in my apartment. I like there to be a few spiders to take care of. You know, they're, the, they're nature's vacuum. Cleaner. I can't wait to see your first dates. You just sit down in your fucking moth-infested spiderweb apartment. <laughs> that literally Asking, happened. <laughs> hey, so how do you get your diarrhea? I there was actually the diarrhea chick. Uh, there was a there was a spider cl- climbing <laughs> on the ceiling, and so the other day I was with a friend at at, at like the uh, ninety nine cent store or something because she wanted to go, and I'm like, all right, well I got this this uh, you know those things that are like long claws where you pull the trigger and it like closes yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the like, hand. Uh, yeah, where you're, like picking up litter or yeah. old people use to get their shoes up. Yeah, I specifically went there for one of those. She goes, what do you need that for? I'm like, to be more efficient. Have you ever heard of efficiency? So she's like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, I'll never have to bend over again once I have this thing. She goes, you'll never use that. And I started grabbing everything in the store and knocking shit off the shelf. So then this girl's over and she sees a spider on the ceiling. She's deathly afraid of spiders. She goes, oh, spider. I'm like, hold on. I got this, baby. I went to... <laughs> <laughs> to get my little claw arm and try to grab the spider and I fucking impaired it. I accidentally broke its legs. And <laughs> the spider fell down. Everyone's screaming. I have guests over. Everyone's screaming because the spider's like ho- the spider's like hobbling around my apartment. The spider doesn't oh give a shit. God. And I'm sitting there trying to grab the thing with my claw. <laughs> Everyone was impressed. <laughs> I wish I could see myself the way you think people see you. <laughs> <laughs> Just, my day would be I so much better. I think people after the girl who did pig farts. <laughs> uh, what's that, Dirk? I think you should go for the girl that did cake farts. Oh, the cake fart girl? I would date, I would probably go out like one date at the very least. Probably not a second. Yeah, probably not dessert, though. <laughs> <laughs> Stick to breakfast. (laughs) No, no. It's tiramisu. Why are you shoving that? Okay. Too late. (laughs) Well, that's cool. All right. Whatever. Here. Oh, there we go. Uh, Anyway, guys, we should get to the wrap-up of last week's debate, and then we got to wrap up the show. Last week, we debated, are college bribes cool as shit? All right? That was the debate. And I remember we had Haley Mancini on, and who else was it? Uh, or was it you, Kirk? It was me. That's right. And you argued that it's not. You were arguing that it's unethical and blah blah blah. And I, I said, just said it was not cool. It was just really stupid. You yeah, do much no. better stuff with your money. Well, we asked the audience whether or not they think it's cool, and with sixty-six percent of the vote, no, uh, wrong. <laughs> Damn. It is. It is cool. Why don't you guys reconsider, dipshits? All right, and then we had the follow-up question, which is, are college bribes unethical? That was more the question, the argument you were making, Kirk, right? And I think that the audience voted definitively here with 81% of the vote. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Oh, you guys, oh, wow. Just fucking Boy Scouts. Fuck you. I mean, 
Coach bribes are wrong. Uh, no shit. But that doesn't mean they're not cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, smoking's wrong too, but smoke is fucking cool. Yeah, smoking's cool as shit. We got a voicemail from all the way from Greece this week. Uh-huh. About the college bribes. Listen to this. This guy talked this guy had some uh, some insight on that. Listen to this. Hey Maddox, I'd like to chime in in the debate that you have last time with the bribery. And I'd like to add that in Greece, it's really common for students to bribe other teachers. And what's more crazy is that we have bribes for doctors. Yes. So you pay them two to three thousand euros for a ba- surgery to basically not kill you by mistake. And they expect another 500 to 1,000 in what we call envelopes which is basically a bribe inside of an envelope. And since only they can sign your release documents, I've heard stories of people staying another four to seven months because they didn't bribe them. And what's more outrageous is that when you ask them politely, they will decline the bribe out loud, but they'll take it because of a scandal that happened that someone recorded the conversation of a doctor accepting the bribe and he got into trouble for it. So now they say that they don't want it, but they take it from your hands. That's all I had to say. Thanks, Ron, for all those amazing tips. Everyone else, keep doing what you're doing. Whale a Nazi, fuck a punch. <laughs> Dude, that's crazy, man. Yeah. So you have to bribe a doctor to basically not kill you? Yeah, and also to let, to let you leave the hospital. Dude, I know where I'm going to fucking... Greece, man. Yeah, yeah. Be a that's, doctor. What, that's why the country's fucking broke. Dude, fucking Greece. I went there for a wedding. And so, you know, like one of those big Greek weddings, whatever. Big fat Greek wedding. You go wedding. to a yeah. lot of places for weddings. Yeah. Yeah, quite a bit. Uh, so I went to I went to Greece and my friends getting married like the day of and I, if I remember correctly like they had the, there was like a big snafu literally an hour or two before they're about to get we- uh, married the priest wanted a little something something are you serious and he's like we already paid you he goes I'm not gonna marry you you unless you guys pay me and so they were fucking held hostage their fucking wedding was held hostage because this fucking uh, fuck ass priest wouldn't take uh, wouldn't uh, marry them unless he got a little bribe so they bribed him. You know, paid him an extra, like, I don't know, like, five 500 bucks or something like that. And then everyone was, like, pissed off at this fucking priest. So after the wedding, you know how you get the rice you throw at the bride and groom? Everyone was, like, taking them, like, fucking full-on pitches at the priest. Like, uh, throwing them. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. And it was, like, getting caught in his hair and his glasses and his beard. Like, fuck you. And so we're throwing it as hard as we can, like, fastballs, you know? And then we looked up the priest on, like, I think we found his Instagram or Facebook or something like that. And there's all these, like, pictures of him on jet skis. And he's just- Son of a bitch. I wonder if he's, like, one of those priests who got excommunicated. You know, could he's probably guy, baptizing someone on the jet ski. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, like a real, of course, like yeah. a real cool baby. Yeah, real cool priest. I man, that's great. Like that to me, like Greece. I've never been there, but it always feels like the you know the guy in high school who's just really talking about like how he was an awesome like captain of the football team. Yeah, Al Bundy. Yeah, I feel like Greece has always been like you know we used to have the the Greece here. You know, we have all this cool <laughs> stuff and this this wonderful uh, you know culture that we used to have here like look, uh, greece look at all the cool shit that used yeah. to be here have you Al- ever heard of philosophy yeah alexander the great he got into aristotle school fair and square no bribes <laughs> yeah uh you know what though this priest bribes are cool am i right though he's on a jet ski again he's, yeah. yeah he's got priests on a jet ski he's kind of cool unimpeachable um all right we got another another voicemail here uh this is a, uh, this is so we got a voicemail Asking for a guest request. Listen to this. Hey, Maddox. I'm calling all the way from Montana. Uh, I've been a huge fan of your writing ever since uh, 2008 when I first read your book, The Alphabet of Manliness. I think that book changed my life. 
Um, and I started listening to your podcast since last year, and it's been really entertaining. I have a couple of questions. Uh, my first question is, um, when do you plan on having TJ Kirk, also known as the Amazing Atheist, on his on your show one of these days? I think that would be a really interesting uh, episode, and I think you, I would love to hear. I think it'd be really interesting to hear you guys what, what you guys have to talk about. Um, and also, I would be curious to know when you plan on being on Joe Rogan's podcast, because I also think you two have a lot in common, and I also think you guys would have uh, really interesting things to talk about. So, um, yeah, uh, hope you hear this voicemail. Uh, hope you respond to it. Bye. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah, he wanted me to have a TJ, the Amazing Atheist. What, Kirk, the Kirk what? quota has been filled here. Oh, <laughs> you're, you're the Amazing Atheist of this show, huh? I'm the Kirk of this show. But have you ever tried DMT? Oh, the Joe, Joe, little, <laughs> little deep, uh, deep cut for Joe Rogan. I love the, uh, I love the positive nature of his thing. Is like, when are you gonna be on Joe Rogan's podcast? Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, when I go home and people like, yeah. I, a couple years ago I went to a Christmas party. You know, I do stand up and stuff, and one of the people there was like, Ron, you know what you should do? And I was like, what? Like, you should be on New Girl. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you know, mm -hmm. you're right. I should be on. I'm gonna give New Girl a call and tell them I should be on the show. And yeah. it, it's very difficult to get on the Joe Rogan podcast and New Girl and basically anything that appears on the screen. My mom did that too a while back, where she like cooked up this idea. She calls me. She's like, Maddox, Maddox, I got a, I got a great idea for you. I'm like, what is it, mom? She goes, you should go on David Letterman. I'm like, oh. <laughs> you know, I'm sitting here not being on David Letterman. That's yeah. a great idea. Yeah. It's and, like it's just such a nice, kind thing. Be like, I'm gonna give him a call. Yeah, uh, yeah. Maybe I'll make a few calls. You know what? I hadn't thought of that, mom. Thank yeah. you. Maybe I'll be a millionaire after that. Yeah. Huh? Any other tips, mom? Yeah. Uh, here's another voicemail. This is a guy who used to work at Taco Bell, and this is an actual tip that might make me try Taco Bell again. Listen to this. Hi, Maddox. I just listened to your podcast, uh, the uh, worst fast food restaurant, and uh, I actually worked at a Taco Bell for a bit. And a pro tip, if you ever go, you can change out anything you want for black beans. It's just different than the normal beans. The black beans are actually like real beans. They're actually really good. Just wanted to call it and say that. Takanasi. Bye. Yeah, that's an interesting tip. I didn't know that. You could switch out your refried beans for black beans at Taco Bell? I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Yeah, because then they use like actual beans instead of that mush, that mushy bullshit. You would probably like it, wrong? because Yeah, like I know you like mush because you like cottage cheese. Yeah, well, so. cottage cheese it has a little bit of lumps. Yeah, in oh, yeah. You, see, yeah, you just want that cold, mushy lumps. Yeah, I, yeah. I would rather have lumps than as just As soon mush. as I wake up, oh, can't start my day without cold, mushy lumps in my mouth. Lumps, <laughs> lumps give you something <laughs> to chew, Ron. Yeah, you know, no, absolutely. What better way oh. to expend your energy than... Hi, can I have a up. bowl of your mushy lumps, please? Oh, cottage cheese coming can right you make up. Sure it's, can you make sure it's been refrigerated? You can't, and you're so... You so I have like, a nice viscosity as it goes down my mouth? Yeah, I want a nice viscosity. You keep saying Oh, keep those cheese. disgusting waffles away from me. No, the, no, those waffle, fucking waffles that pool up with syrup. So you can't get a consistent yeah. bite. Oh, I don't want all this s disgusting syrup. I don't... That, you know what? How fucking deep do you need those waffle holes? Huh? An inch? A quarter inch? Dude. Two inches? A fucking foot of syrup? How much fucking syrup do you need to drink? Uh, 18 inches. <laughs> you're gonna, I want an 18 inch deep you're waffle. Gonna, every time I see people pour syrup, they're done with like a third of the bottle just for one fucking waffle. It's pancakes, you don't need that much syrup because they're fucking delicious as is. You just spread a, a thin layer of consistent 
sweetness all over the pancake and you eat it like a man other than this rather than this waffles have a nice crispiness where pancakes turn to mush you just like mushy food but the pools of syrup turn the waffles into garbage no if you wait 15 minutes to eat them you ever notice how food is terrible if you wait too long to eat it like nachos are good for like 10 minutes i like soggy cereal Jeez, we, we, we are know. two different we are two very I different know. people uh here, here's a voicemail uh this is a comment about Haley's choice of acupuncture for her migraines last week listen to this hey uh i've got a guest call out or whatever you call it for your guest last episode named Haley mankini i think or something along those lines uh anyway she said she went to get acupuncture and it cured her migraine but that is bullshit and i'll tell you how i know have you ever heard anyone go to acupuncture for anything and say, uh, no, man, it didn't do shit? No, because everyone comes back and is like, oh, it cured my back pain. Oh, it cured my rickets. Oh, it cured my blindness. If a treatment cures everything, then in actuality, it's curing nothing and just making people feel better for like a few days. And before anyone says, oh, it's the placebo effect, dude, go fuck yourself. The placebo effect is the most overblown bullshit, too. It, it basically does nothing but make you feel a little less anxious for a day or two. There have actually been studies where they poked people with fucking toothpicks and told them it was acupuncture. And you know what? It worked just as well as the acupuncture. So fuck acupuncture, fuck alternative medicine in general, and fuck all you guys. Great show. I love you guys. <laughs> all right. Um, real quick, right at the top. <laughs> Douchebag of the week. I thought I was douchebag of the week. You're douchebag of the week too, Kirk. Hell yeah. You're the first douchebag of the week. So here's here's the problem with that. Like so he's saying he's saying that acupuncture doesn't work because A, it doesn't because of the placebo effect, right? But then he gives an example at the end, which is the placebo effect working. Listen, dip, listen, dipshit. If if it's the placebo effect or if it's acupuncture, whatever it is, if it's making people feel better, it works. Even if it's only for a couple days. Yeah, it still works for a couple it days. Still works for a couple days. So you can't shit on the placebo effect and then give an example of the placebo effect working. Also, if you ever have like a not, I, I went and got acupuncture because it's LA and we're legally required to go. Um, if you ever have like, if you ever have a knot, like a muscle, um, like you know, kind of hold up in your back, that is when you go to get acupuncture. Like when you have a knot that can't get out. That is like they will stick a needle in, and that shit just dissipates. And it feels, it, it felt like somebody was coming inside my back. It was so <laughs> oh, fucking weird. I need that barf sound effect so bad right now. What are you um, talking about? <laughs> Have you had nobody, someone come inside of your shoulder blade? No. Dude, feels good. It sounds awful. You gotta get um, on it. I, I, uh, so, so I do agree that if something solves everything or if something's the problem to everything, it's usually not either one. Uh, you know, like like vaccinations are the cause of autism and the cause of disease and the cause of AIDS and everything. So, well, okay, it's not. Uh, anyway, and, and same thing with like, you know, any kind of conspiracy, big conspiracy like chemtrails or, or Morgellons disease. Remember Morgellons disease? You guys remember that shit? Never heard of it. Oh, thank God it's going away. Um, it's a stupid bullshit. Anyway. Here's the thing. I do have friends who've done acupuncture to help them with, you know, like a bad shoulder or a bad arm or something, and it did nothing. So acupuncture isn't this this thing, this this it's, panacea. But it's one of those things that people are think like, oh, I do. I went to acupuncture once and it didn't do anything. It's like you need to go like like six he, to he twelve did. times. He did. Is this it, guy did do it. But here's the thing. I know people, and that's why this this debunks this guy's argument because I know people who've done a lot of acupuncture and it helped, and some who did and it didn't. So that's that disproves his argument. Is it similar to trigger point therapy? 
I don't know what is I that. Don't know. It's like where someone like takes like a, a rod and then like goes really hard on your muscles. It's like a really hard form of massaging. I've gotten that before. So yeah, it's all about like wonders. releasing kind of pent up energy in different parts of your bodies. I mean, it's I've all had about it. breaking down knots is trigger point. Yeah, it's it's similar to that. I think it's maybe same goal, just different path to get there. I know I had like a lot of like um from using a mouse all day. Yeah. I was getting like real like where I just use a mouse and I would like fuck. You'd say you're masturbating, it's fine. Yeah, I was I was eating I was just sitting Kellogg's. home eating fucking <laughs> Frosted Flakes, uh, you know, with my with my left hand. Uh, you know, it's like I went and got acupuncture for that, and it really helped out that. So I know, and then, but you always have to stay on it, do stretches and shit like that. Yeah, I always got to stretch my crank arm. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys ever get cupping where they do the, the back? No, yeah, yeah, I did it. A girl who did cupping for a while, dude. I'm like, cupping's gnarly when you take off your shirt afterwards. Yeah, it looks ridiculous. But you see, UFC fighters occasionally will do that, and they're they're usually like South Southeast Asian, uh, like Philippines, whatever. Because like, I don't. Does cupping work? I don't know. Dude, cupping feels amazing. I mean, yeah, but it looks but it looks disgusting. It looks silly. Yeah, yeah. it's like what did you do? Uh, it sounds like you you got a giant fucking octopus. It looks battle. like you have like weird bad pepperonis yeah. on your back. Um, here's another voicemail. I don't play too many of these, but this is just a nice voicemail. And this guy's earnestness is what made me play this voicemail. Listen to this. Hi, Maddox, longtime listener of the best podcast ever. Uh, just wanted to say thank you. I've been uh, basically saving up your podcast for long road trips and just playing them one right after another. And you guys always manage to keep me awake and entertained the whole ride. And I just remembered I'm about to go on another road trip tomorrow morning. And I was like, I should actually finally call in and thank you know all these guys for keeping me entertained and keeping me away. So, thank you, fucking Nazi, fuck whales. Yeah, fuck whales to you too. What a nice, uh, no, nice, so pleasant. A very pleasant voicemail. Nobody Rarely called get... me Ron Schlobcock. No, Ron Schlobcock. Well, we got one of those coming right yeah, up. But... I knew it. <laughs> uh, we got a uh, uh, we got a in the chat room. Angela Morris. She says, "Hey, Maddox. Thank you, Angela. Angela sent some gifts a while back. Some care packages. She sent some hot sauce. Which, by the way, I have almost completely finished. There was at least six or seven bottles of hot sauce. There's only one left, and it's down to less than a quarter of a I bottle. I don't know why you have diarrhea all the time. <laughs> I don't have diarrhea. It's only if my stomach gets cold. I never get diarrhea otherwise. Everyone thinks I get diarrhea all the time. <laughs> you do talk about it kind of frequently. <laughs> Stop. Stop diarrhea shaming me. <laughs> All right, we got another voicemail. Um, this one, so Ron, we uh, last episode we talked to, or a couple episodes ago, we had talked about um, uh, some guy called up and was like, "Oh, Maddox, there's no fried chicken in Utah." And we said, we're "Yeah, gonna, yeah, the fucking get your shit together, man. Yeah, go go on Yelp. We're gonna fly some fly out there and shove some fried chicken up this guy's ass." Listen, here's the guy. I think listen to this. Hi, is this the number that I called to have Maddox and Ron Babcock show up at my house with fried chicken in the middle of the night? Because I totally pay money for that. Also, what the fuck, Maddox? You talk about fried chicken in Utah after I move out of the state? Get your shit together, man. Yeah. Why don't you get your shit together? We didn't know you moved out of the state, bro. Like, you... you know, <laughs> so these callers call it, it's like... And it's all, his whole original point was like, oh, I can't find fried chicken in Utah, yeah. dipshit. So I brought in a Yelp page of fried chicken. So now we gotta go to Utah, get the fried chicken, then go to whatever state he moved to, and then shove it up his ass? I guess, yeah, that's the plan. <laughs> uh, you know what, though? And, and, and to any time anyone says and they're in the Midwest and they don't have fried chicken, I'm like, fuck you, you guys invented fried chicken. That shit comes from... I see how you guys look over in the Midwest. You guys eat some fucking fried chicken. Anytime you go... To a an amusement park in California, it's mostly people from the Midwest visiting. Fair enough, right? No, no, uh, you know, no, no diss against them, no knock against them because they're tourists and they're here to see touristy shit. 
I am on board with that. But they're always wearing the tourist uniform, which is khaki shorts, uh, shirt tucked in, bulging gut. And the bulging gut comes from <laughs> the, the bulging gut. What else are I supposed to wear? <laughs> what about a baseball cap? There, uh, Dude, yeah, baseball cap. You'd be so yeah. proud of me. You know what? I went to Costco today. I bought one thing. It was khaki shorts. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I'm going on a trip, traveling. and I was like, "Man, I don't own any shorts." And I went, and I, I had bought a pair of shorts previously because I'm pure. My fashion, like, is purely Kirkland signature. And I went, and I was like, and I saw khaki shorts there. But you're right, man. It always is a tucked-in shirt. Yeah, it's always a tucked at least in to shirt. hold the gut in. Yeah, to hold the gut in. They think it. I don't know. It's a look or something. It's like a trash bag full of leaves. Oh man, I got a story too. Um, I talked about my friend Roy on this podcast a while oh, back. Yeah. The guy who pronounces polo burritos incorrectly, yeah, yeah. and he always like has that fickle finger when he's ordering food at a Mexican restaurant. And he always orders the polo burrito after asking every single fucking time what polo means. And we're like, Roy, it's pollo and it's chicken. Anyway, that guy. Uh, <laughs> oh man, I, I might have him on the podcast sometime. I tell tell so many embarrassing stories about this guy, but I the, the first girl I ever dated uh, was really hot goth chick. And I know I rail on goths all the time, but uh, she was really, she wasn't even goth. She was Wiccan, actually. So I went over to her place. Jesus I know. Christ. I know. I'm not goth. I'm Wiccan. Just shut the fuck. You're, you're wearing a choker, okay? You're all goth. She had a cloak. And <laughs> I walked oh. into her. This is all before Harry Potter, too. Oh, right? yeah. This is, a yeah. Lot. this is like way back. Uh, and I walked into her apartment, and she had all these like fucking potions everywhere. I'm like, what? What is all this shit? She goes, it's oh. water with food coloring in it. No, it's just herbs. It's like thyme and rosemary and shit. It's like you know potions. And so, and she made a fucking wicked soup. It was really fucking good. Wait, a wicked soup or a wicked soup? <laughs> Which one? Good point. It was a wicked good soup. It was a wicked wicked soup, bro. It was really good. She made some really good soup, stirring it with a fucking old bone and all that. Yeah. <laughs> so my friend Roy had. The biggest boner for the, for my girlfriend, and I'm like, like it, we were clearly dating at the time, like because we'd come over, we'd be like, you know, like doing girlfriend boyfriend shit, you know, like uh, holding hands, like arms around each other, that sort of thing. Like clearly, clearly, she's my girlfriend, and he would try so hard to impress her. Aww. So he came down like one day, we could smell his fucking cologne from the room. We're like, Roy, what the fuck are you doing? And he comes downstairs, and we look at him, and he's got. He's wearing a sweater, and it's tucked into his pants. <laughs> he's, try, he's trying so hard to impress her. He's wearing a sweater tucked into his pants, and he comes downstairs, and we're like, we're all biting our tongues because we didn't want to embarrass him so bad in front of the girl. After she left, man, we spent like an hour berating him. We're like, oh Roy, my God. what the fuck are you doing, man? First of all, the sweater in your pants, the the cologne, and and do you not realize we're dating? Like, clearly she's, we've like hooked up several times. Are you out of your fucking mind? Oh, man. Uh, I could go on. I have Could so you many- imagine how many first dates he went on where he had a sweater tucked into his pants? <laughs> well, I happen to know that answer uh, <laughs> because I did introduce him to his wife. Uh, so anyway, uh, that's a that's all. I'll have him on this the the podcast. Oh, I would love that. I would love to meet Roy. He's an interesting I think everybody guy. Everybody would love to meet Roy. Yeah, he's an interesting. He's like, and he's the nicest guy too. He's like just one of the nicest. It's called guys. the Roy Story Time Hour. It's just you oh. telling Roy stories. I I took him to an improv. Yeah, what did you say, Dirk? Was the suit jacket tucked into his pants too? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I could see him doing that. Um, I took him to an improv show in Los Angeles, and there is one rule when you go to an improv show because they'll ask the audience. Sometimes they'll interview an audience member to inform them on doing a show on uh, you know on stage. Um, 
so my friend Roy, the tourist, is in town, and they ask the audience for, uh, you know, someone to volunteer for an interview. And he raises his hand. I'm like, oh, my God, no. Oh, please don't. Yeah. So he raises his hand, and I know everyone on, sta- everyone on stage. And the spotlight's on, on him, so they can see me sitting next to him. And I'm just, like, covering my face, like, oh, God, just let this be over. And so they're, at, they're interviewing, interviewing him, and he's giving douchebag answers. And here's a douchebag answer. Hey, Kirk, what do you do? Uh, I work for a living. That's a douchebag answer. So that's those are the types of answers he was giving. Like, I work. What do you drive? A car. What do you do? Like, so everything was just a one answer, like fuck you response. And they were giving. He was giving them nothing. And f- eventually, I'm just like so. I'm cringing into oblivion. I'm cringing into my seat. They, they can see me very uncomfortable. Finally, someone from the show from the stage says, "Do you do you know this guy?" I'm like, "Yes, he's my friend Roy. He masturbates too much." <laughs> <laughs> Learned it out. <laughs> Doesn't need enough frosted flakes. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Immediately threw him under the bus. Like fuck you, Roy. Why don't you say something, asshole? And so I started telling that like to story after story after story. Like thank you. And then they did the the rest of the day. Oh man. Did he have fun though? Yeah, he had fun. Like that's the thing too. Like he's 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 a he's a sport. I don't know, or maybe oblivious. I don't I don't know. I don't get. It. He's the guy who's a credenza, which pisses me the fuck off. Ron, <laughs> you say credenza, and I'm like, yeah, that's in your vocabulary. He says credenza, I'm like, fuck you, Roy. What the fuck? A word of day bullshit? Did you read that from? Yeah. Don't fucking pretend. Don't 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 fucking be like me. In every single conversation. Like how yeah. often he gets to say the word credenza? Yeah. Oh, put it on the credenza. Go fuck yourself. I'm like, I'm gonna put it on the floor. How about that shithead? Uh, here's one last voicemail all the way from Ireland. It's uh, Dr. Ten Inch calling again. Here we go. Hello, Lord Maddox. This is Dr. Ten Inch calling from Northern Ireland. Just wanted to shout out to Big Bobby's Big Cup Cocky. If you put nice things in your room, your life will feel better. If you paint your walls, it'll be nice. I mean, I don't think that really counts as a tip, does it? I mean, put nice things in your room, nice things will be in your room. I mean, yeah, of course, of course, man. Come on, get with it. We all learned that when we were 15. You want women in your room, you gotta have nice things in your room. If you want better beers, better things. Make sure to tell Dreadmere he's still an Armadon, but he's also sliding into Gubsheen territory. Guys, I love you all. Slong a fold, fuck a Welshman, or some shit like that. Bye bye. Thank you for the voice. See, note. I don't think it is true, though. A lot of people don't know that. They don't realize, like, you know, if you want to have a uh, ladies, you got to have a nice place. Got to have a little clean. Oh, my gosh, Ron. You would be so fucking happy. I have a fan in, uh, where is she, Germany something? She, I, we were chatting the other day. She sent me a message, and she goes, can you please tell Ron this? And she sent me a picture. She's got a teak math bat. Fucking A, man. <laughs> Isn't that cool? Tanya, it's, you know, I, I have my teak bath mat. I was looking at it the other day and I was like, it's a good bath mat. Still yeah. looks just as good as the day we bought it. Not like yeah. weird ass cloth bath mats where you're like, I just wash it. But you never fucking do wash it. Yes, you? I do, Ron. You never fucking yes, do. Yes, I fucking do, Ron. I wash my, you can fucking eat off my bath mat. You know what? You're going to eat off my I bath I mat. I want to eat off your bath mat. Yeah, next thing you eat at my apartment might be served off a bath mat. You'll see. It's so clean. My bath mat is clean. And also, guess what? Since you fucking called me out like fucking months ago, how rude for not washing my my sheets. And I've been washing my sheets very Dude, on I the noticed reg. your place is actually way cleaner. Yeah. Because I know that I'm in your fucking head. Uh-huh. And that when I come <laughs> over, you're like, oh, I got to clean up for Ron. <laughs> That's true. Because I, I am so in your head. Because I can't wait to ask, like, this is pretty clean in here. Pretty clean. I swear to God, like at least three times a day when I'm cleaning something, I'm like, I bet Ron would be impressed. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't mean to judge, but then no, I no. also kind of mean to judge. It, it's good. Ron has made my life better, which is like you know a really rare thing. There's so few things in my life that have made my life better, and you're one of them, Ron. So thank you for that. Hey, hey. I'll, I'll, I love to passive aggressively take shits on my friends. I no, I, I, it's it's like seriously these tips. Like most of them, I've adopted the the uh, the soda and bitters tip, which I told you about last week, is amazing. Uh, anyway, guys, we should wrap up the show. This has been a long one. Uh, I'm gonna skip the news this week. We got some news next week. I, you know, some of these headlines I bring in are evergreen, and one in particular maybe a debate topic later on in the oh, show. Excellent. Yeah, uh, or maybe not. It's very controversial. It's it's a headline about a guy who's trying to defend white people telling the stories of black people. Oh, see, this one makes me uncomfortable. Oh, okay. Because I, I remember you floated this idea, and I was all about it. Yeah. You know why? Because I watched a movie recently that's mm-hmm. about a black, a famous black American. And it was written, directed, and produced by white guys. I don't know if you've ever seen this movie. What's it called? Space Jam. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, oh, Kirk, I love you, man. Um, I love me too. Yeah. So you know what? Maybe we'll get some. We'll get some like black directors in here and get their actual point of view and see what uh, see what they think. Yeah, this I will mean, be interesting. As long as it's not four white guys talking about this, I'm down. We've had many uh, many unrepresented debates on this show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Should should women should strangers breastfeed your kids? Although we had, no, we had women on that one, I believe. I wasn't on that one. You want you want oh that was a, a while that was a long that's a deep cut that's a deep cut spinning with Rucka that's a Rucka wrap up cut uh, we got a super chat from Pi Sniper for a dollar thank you Pi Sniper anyway guys we should wrap this up Dirk where can people find you uh, you can find me on uh, well there's there's multiple places there's uh, madcastmedia.com arrogantmedia.net uh, we also have facebook.com slash arrogantmedia and the lesser used one is facebook.com slash superarrogantbros. Tight. Okay, and so arrogantmedia.net, you said, right? And you're still doing the Plastic yeah. Paladins? Uh, we want to bring that back. Okay, you want to bring that back. All right, very cool. So if you guys are a fan of metal, if you guys are a fan of video games, pop culture, anything like that, please give them a listen, give them a follow. And if you joined the uh, the Maddox University for Hot Babes and, excuse me, for Geniuses and, and uh, Hot Babes who are Geniuses only, we are all in there all the time. We're posting in there. Ron's posting in there. He he posts tips and links to the books mm-hmm. and things that you reference. Uh, Dirk's in there commenting all the time. I'm posting my stuff in there. Join the Facebook group. That's the best way to get a hold of us. A and, lot of fun and, stuff in there, for sure. Yeah, it really is. There's a there's actually a really good community in there. Keep, and, part, keep it part of your Facebook routine. Yeah. You know? And I will say this. It's like one of the few times in life on the internet where I have a community that isn't just full of toxic shitheads it is it's nice it's pleasant people have good conversations in there and they're actually having you know discussions about things and it's not just like you know hitler doesn't come up in in like the third or fourth comment (laughs) (laughs) but you did give me a good platform to shitpost though which is what oh on in that university oh absolutely um the last thing I posted in there was a was a video showing the boob physics from Vindictus. Oh, that's right. Yeah, uh, which I'm a big fan. Every time, every now and then, like uh, you know, there'll be a new video game that comes along that sets a new bar for boob physics. Anyway, Ron, where can people find you? Uh, you just go to uh, Twitter, Ron Babcock, uh, Instagram, Hey Ron, or you go to HeyRon.com, or you can listen to my album This Guy on Spotify for free right now. It's very good. You should definitely check it out. And Kirk, Twitter, Kirk Wilcox, YouTube, Kirk Wilcox, Instagram, Kirkamania. And you're doing a lot of Twitch streams, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, very fun. And I, I like the earnest with, er, earnestness with which you play the video games because Kirk actually tries to play these games to completion. He's not just there fucking around like half the other Twitch dips. Yeah. Hits. What do you think of that, Dirk? Do you, what do you think of people who uh, fuck around on Twitch streams? Oh, 
you know, um, have fun with it. I don't really use Twitch very much because uh, (laughs) trying to get into an audience is like, you're pissing an ocean full of piss, but you'll find those gems there. Yeah, absolutely. Mucky Mucks in the chat room says, what's Kirk playing? Uh, Lately, I've been playing Paper Mario. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I'm on chapter four right now. And uh, before that, I was playing uh, uh, Mario Maker for the most part. It's a bit, yeah, and you're playing people's levels through completion. Yeah. Very cool stuff. Anyway, guys, that's it for the show. Tune in next week. We'll have another big debate. Thank you, Ron Babcock, Rear Admiral Tangents. Thank you, Maddox. Thank you, Kirk Wilcox. Thank you. Thank you to Dirt, moderator in training. Thank you, buddy. But most of all, you're welcome. Hello, Maddox. I love the show, and I want to share my thoughts on the most recent debate. Are college bribes super cool? And I say, yes, they are super cool. I just wanted to share that and also have a confession to make, Maddox. You're going to think lesser of me for this. I'm sorry, but I have to get this monkey off my back. I I like whales. I'm sorry. I think they're cool. I know you'll think less of me. I respect your opinion on whales. I can understand why people wouldn't like them, but, but I do. I'm sorry. Thank you for the show you provide. Yeah, well, thank you for the apology for liking whales. I like that. Uh, which, by the way, a long time ago, I, I posted a thing and it said, when my book came out, Fuck Whales, if you take a picture of my book with a whale, an actual living whale in the background, I'll send you a signed copy. And someone actually did that on Instagram. Uh, if you're listening right now, send me a message. And we got to have a follow-up to the contest that we had a few weeks ago. Oh, yeah, the, that's uh, right. Yeah, the Big Lebowski book. Uh, so we've had a, a number of submissions, really good uh, haikus. Uh, but we'll follow up soon. Hey there. Don't forget to subscribe to Madcast Shows on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. Okay, bye. Madcast Media Network. <laughs>